irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Tori, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today's Friday, September 9th. It's 10 o'clock in the West, uh, 3 a.m. in Australia. Wakey, wakey, Aussies. You know why Australia? Because that's what appeared on my computer here. Who the hell set this up so I have the time in Australia? <laughs> I mean, it's nice to know, no, but totally. come on. What why out of Australia? That's right. How random is that? Well, at least it's not... Uzbekistan. <laughs> no, maybe it is. We who? What time yeah, is it exactly. in Uzbekistan? Who knows? Know. Probably close to that. Yeah. Wherever that is. How are you doing, Tori? I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm very well. Okay. Uh, we have, uh, well, we were going to have a, a, a studio guest today, but he called in sick, mm. so we'll reschedule him for another day. The Invisible Man. Yes. We're continue, continuing to have great guests, though. Uh, next week is going to be exciting Ooh. as well. We've had uh, tremendous guests this week, huh? Uh, t- amazing. It was a short week, but we had a lot of great guests, mm-hmm. and yesterday we had a personal trainer who was... Uh, uh, very, um, I mean, very innovative stuff. Very you know? inspiring. Yeah, very cool. And so, so open about his drug use. and I know. And a, I mean, he was very open. Yeah, open and this guy's been through hell and back yeah. before he was 23. And he looks like he's 12 years old now. Right. He's young looking, you know. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man. But yeah, so uh, do listen to back shows. You'll never lose. Mm-mm. You can't lose that way, folks. So we have a, a nice weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. It's not too hot. Do you have any plans? Um, it it starts to feel like fall, doesn't it, a little bit? It does. Like, I immediately want to get in my boots and go to a pumpkin patch. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I'm Already? All, I'm wearing, like, ankle boots now because I'm like, it's starting. <laughs> um, a little premature when it no. still gets to 85 in the afternoon. October. But. <laughs> but that's, oh, no, I'm so excited. I, I don't really have any plans. Maybe go to the dog beach in Malibu, which I love, yeah. Rio Carrillo. Oh, it's a dog. They have a dog. Yeah, beach they have a dog there. beach. And it's How cool! Oh, it's wonderful. You have to keep them on a leash, but um, Rosie's in Long Beach. You can take them off leash, and it's just like a free for all. So wow. that's nice. But I really like Malibu. Is a little nicer, a little chiller, a little bit more quiet. If you want that, not right. that it's nicer, but it's so now they they made this because you can't have dogs on the beach now. Right, you can't have dogs on any beach right. unless it's a dog beach. Right. So, but it's really fun, huh. and then yeah. you know they go. On the Makes ocean. sense. If yeah. you can't smoke on the beach, you can't have dogs. Yeah, on you the can't beach. do anything. There you go. Yeah, but but the thing is, I get it because there's a lot of people in close yeah. proximity. You know. Yeah, and also yeah. if you're allergic, and if there's, yeah, yeah I totally understand. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. they'll jump on your stuff. And yeah, you got to be able <laughs> to be a dog. Sand. Yeah, if you're a dog friendly person, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh so go to a dog beach. Totally. There you go. You know, and you can enjoy it there. So I would imagine you don't just walk them there. You actually get to uh, relax, right? Oh yeah, they sit. They de- yeah, they lay down. The the winds in your hair, except for. Yeah. Um, the problem is my dogs get a little territorial of the towel. Really? So any other dog walking past <laughs> is like an invader. So I'm like getting right into my groove and I hear like, wah, 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 wah. So, but we're working on that. Yeah. So how many dogs do you have? I have two. two. I have, yeah. So two rescue dogs. I always rescue dogs. Uh-huh. Um, I have one that's an Italian Greyhound poodle mix, oh, which wow. is a weird looking dog. And yeah. I have another from the Lang Foundation that was 
um, found with a fractured pelvis and femur. So she's got a little oh shortened leg. So she is a pimp walk. Wow. Yeah. You see, kudos to you for doing this. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if we didn't have people like you, Who would what would happen to all right. these animals? And now she's know? a therapy dog at Cedar sinai at the pooch program and we visit the orthopedic uh uh floor oh really and we show the scars <laughs> how cool it's very cool and and what uh, to make the patients yeah. uh, happy and you can stuff? ask for a dog visit and then um i get a lab coat which is like the coolest thing in the world Whoa. and i walk with josie's got a little vest and we walk through and if they, we go to the certain floors and we say did someone want to visit uh-huh. and then the dog comes in and says hi wow yeah. now you see that's cool yeah and the hospital lets you do that. Yeah, right? it's a very intense program. Like you got to get blood tests, TB tests. Like you got to go to orientation and training. But in the end, you got a lab uh, coat. Yeah. <laughs> well, what a prize, you know. <laughs> there you go. Oh my the things, God. Yeah. It's all I wanted in life. Yeah. <laughs> things that make you go. Because hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you do feel like Sometimes. a doctor like the second you put it on. Yeah, right. And if you jog a little bit, you look like an emergency room doctor, yeah. you know, <laughs> just with a dog for some reason. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, floats your boat. Exactly. That's whatever right. floats your boat. Okay. I was thinking of the other one, but I can't think of it. There's a lot of them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. We'll see. Uh, I was going to actually take a drive up north to see my son Ooh, over the weekend. That's lovely. But he's always busy. How is it that he's always busier than I am? What do you mean? What's he and doing? And I'm a very busy person. You are a busy person. Well, he works and he goes to school. Oh, so and he he's got a girlfriend. Well, that's why he's busy. Yeah. You How see, long? It doesn't, yeah. not, not, even, not even enough time to see your dad for a couple of days. Oh, come on. We should play oh, Cats really. in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon. <laughs> no, I know. That's exactly the song, except you know what? His childhood was not, not the like way that. it was described in the song. Right. You know? Right. Not at all. He had the best childhood uh, as far as I was concerned. I was always there for that. So tell him to shape up. You're still his dad. Yeah, exactly. But, you know. I don't have as much influence on them yeah, anymore now that they're grown up. Yeah. And, you know, besides, look, you live with a divorced mother. It's hard. Uh, yeah. The You're dynamic. not going to hear a lot of great things about the father. No. And the dynamics so, are trickier there. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. You know, so I was uh, very much a big p- part of their lives, but I don't feel I've had as much influence on them as their mother mm-hmm, has. Of course. And therefore, uh, there's things about them that I'm not happy with, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. that I don't think a child of mine would have behaved like that if mm-hmm. I had had some mm-hmm. more influence on mm-hmm. them. Like, call your grandparents, mm-hmm. see the gra- mm-hmm. your grandparents. Family you know? values. Yeah, I mean, me, you know, see me for crying out mm-hmm. loud. So, God. yeah, it's gotten hard. But, you know, I mean, we it's not like we don't talk. We're on, on the phone sometimes, right. texting you, and stuff. But, right. yeah, but, I mean, even to talk to me on the phone for three days, I've been trying to get him. That's, that's, that's ridiculous, yeah, that's right? A little, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, my, my dad would be like, get your tush on the phone. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? And this, and this is a kid that was uh, going, uh, oh, you, you've been saying for a long time you come visit me and then you go visit your friend somewhere else. And I said, you know what the problem is? You never really asked me, dad, come on up. You know, it's always yeah. me suggesting, so yeah. I don't know if you want it me to come. It has to go both ways. Yeah. Do you, I mean, ways. do you want me to come? Just That's say, right. come, I'll come. Because you're a human being too, even though you're a dad. You need to know he wants you to be there. Exactly. Yeah. Because otherwise, why would I go want to go in and bother him? Right, because then it's a kind of uncomfortable situation. Yeah, yeah, you go there for the for the fun of both of you. Yeah. Well, divorce is just very tricky because the lines become almost like inflamed. Everything becomes swollen with sort of anticipation and dynamics and worry. That's true. So yeah. that's just really hard. I know. 
Well, they get that even in, in together families. Yes, so go absolutely. figure, you know? Absolutely. Maybe yeah. is, do you like the girlfriend? Maybe get close to the girlfriend. Uh, what girlfriend? Oh, his, girlfriend. his yeah. I was trying to when they came down here, yeah. but he didn't have time to see me. Oh. Yeah. Boo. I mean, he texted me. He says, you're going to have to wait till we go back. Hmm. After That's the cruise that he and his, his mom and... Hmm. Then we're going on, so I'm still waiting. Yeah, you're salty about this. Yeah. Yeah, a little salty. Well, you I know, understand. you gotta be. Salt and vinegar, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Sour cream and onion. So we'll see. You know, I mean, when they were younger, I was hoping there'd be some change, but I, now I'm sort of giving up. Have I'm you ever, like, sat him down, change. like, over, and told him, like, just sincerely? Without, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, but it goes in one ear out mm-hmm. the other, you know, and his, and his sister is even harder to get through, too. It's hard. Then, then you make boundaries, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. They don't have boundaries. No. They're like, you know, uh, they. They don't respect me as much as they should a father, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But people are telling me a lot of uh, a lot of kids in that generation yeah. are like that. It is. Know? It's a different. So. It's a respecting their elders. I think is something that seems nostalgic and not real. Yeah. To maybe this generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a don't know, feeling. man. Yeah. And then they're just complaining and complaining all the time, and I don't know. We'll see. I mean, but this is the generation that's going to take us. Uh, through the next they're going to complain and then create the cure for cancer you know what I mean yeah exactly exactly. right yeah Yeah. I'm sure they will I'm sure they're going to do a lot of great things it's not they're definitely not stupid and I think as you get older every generation feels like the younger generation doesn't respect their elders I think that's every generation probably even now when I'm like 34 and I'm like (laughs) look at these kids get off my lawn What are you doing? And I'm like, oh my God, I feel terrible. But it's a sense of like, there's no decency anymore. And I think every generation goes through that. But this generation is very, um, uh, has a feeling of apathy to mm. things not apathy in a bad way but it, they don't cling to religion they don't cling I mean they're this, not it's, connected they're not, and, and, and maybe they're connected to being not connected it's a different yeah. generation and it's more technologically advanced exactly that's the smarter really yeah I mean look at those kids you yeah. know with their phones and absolutely stuff. and inventive and brave and more gender, gender neutral hopefully so you'll, you'll, we'll see well, less, less sort of onto the gender roles hopefully it's a good thing well, I don't know if that's a good thing. I know. I was going to say, you don't like yeah. that. No, I just meant sexism. I think sexism is, roles, is over. Yeah. No, no. That's not what I mean. I mean that uh, I think each gender should embrace their differences mm-hmm. and and not try to make men into women and women into men. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know. I disagree politely. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> no, but I, I, fine. what I meant is like... Because I, I think a lot of men are becoming like they don't understand what's expected of them anymore. You know, it's like if you're too nice, it's like you're softy. And, you know, if uh, and uh, and then if you're too aggressive, you're an alpha male. And, you know, so where where do you fall in between all this? And I know? think that's so interesting because Humans of New York, you know that um, Instagram? I've heard of it. Yeah, they, they profile people just randomly in New York uh-huh. and you learn these stories. So they profiled Hillary Clinton just as a person in New York and she was like I've had to always put up a shield because um, it was always men when I went to like law school and all that stuff so I became a bit hardened she's like I live with Bill Clinton and I work for Barack Obama I know what it's like to be charismatic and they work very hard at it but she's like I don't have that in me mm. and I, I had to protect myself from men so I have this harder exterior Right. so it was like she kind of opened up and finally that made like a lot more sense than just being sort of shrill (laughs) and she was like some people say I'm too loud some people say I'm too stern she's like but I've had to do that because I grew up amongst men who didn't think I belonged in their class and was like get out of my class so it was very interesting it was like her first time she kind of just was real 
And it was so much better, I thought, than her trying to be someone else. You know what right. I mean? When did you say that? Yesterday. Oh, and really? And it went viral. And it oh, was just, right. a, it was like the, someone on her campaign's very smart and was like, yeah. just be open. Yeah, Just right. tell us how it is. Because <laughs> it's, don't fake us. Don't We can smell fake from a mile away, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's still not an excuse to be like her. I don't know. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I know someone like that. Are you getting some noise in your... Or is it just me? I think back there. In your ears? No, like a ringing Mm-mm. type of thing? No. Uh-oh, the drugs Good, have just started. Me. Yeah, oh, there you go. Okay, now it's gone. Maybe it's just my ear, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I got to tell you, though, that I finally hurt my back yesterday <gasps> after uh, a week of doing a lot of things I know I shouldn't. Because I had hurt my back some time ago, and I try to be careful with mm-hmm. it. You know, even bending down like last night I was setting up something for my mom at her house and I wasn't well I was lifting some things but not really heavy right but just like bending down and you know and things like this and I totally hurt my back I thought how am I gonna walk this morning you know I could barely walk last night so this morning I took some Advil and stuff and it actually works you know I'm a big Advil fan really oh yeah yeah people told me that it's not just for pain it's actually inflammation yeah if muscle you ever have relaxer. A, yeah it's really if you take three it can be I mean don't I don't advocate it but if you're in real pain three Advil can really help cut the pain really yeah wow that's yeah. interesting yeah. you see I didn't realize that mm-hmm. so yeah so thanks to that I'm I'm walking. But uh, and then two days ago, my mom fell. I know on me, and I had to pick her up. I feel like maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe that irked it in the beginning, and then probably you just, like, yeah. injured it. You know, yeah. Ugh. And lifting her uh, wheelchair to put in the trunk and take it out. You You'd know? think they'd make somehow wheelchairs a little bit lighter. Yeah, like, you well, know, like, she has a lighter one. She does. Okay. Yeah, because we have a, a uh, we have two different ones for her. My one mom was in a wheelchair smaller. a long time, and it, man, yeah. those things were. I mean, I, this was they in the eighties and nineties. They they were like tank. Yeah. My God, I remember I being a museum. And I would I was young and I was pushing her and I'd almost hit a Picasso. Wow. <laughs> I'd be like, Back up, Tori. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, there are a lot lighter now, but yeah. still, you know, you have to bend over and yeah. put it in the trunk. No, it's and a everything. lot of lifting. It's a lot of bending over too, you know. So, um, so I just, yeah, and you know, many people have uh, back problems because it's mainly because we walk on two legs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not like animals, mm-hmm. so we put a lot of strain on our back. There's no other animal that's bipedal. Like bipedal, that, exactly right? Like that. Um, and no, it's very interesting. Um, my dad hurt his back and he had two surgeries and his back is now a titanium cage. Wow. With like steel. Really? Yeah, screws and everything. Wow. But he went from like not being able to walk to like, this guy has a swagger. Wow. Yeah, so it was amazing. So, can I ask you how old he was when this happened? Like it was, this was like recently, 63, 60, he was, no, he was probably like 67, so, Okay, 67. so he's still young though. Oh I mean, yeah, still young. young. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because my mom have had things like this and they won't put all these things in her back because she's, she's getting too old. Yeah, this was, yeah, he know. needed to do this because he he's he's very peppy and lively, but um, right. it's a crazy thing to think of that he's like a bionic man. Yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But thank goodness he got a second chance, oh, you yeah. know, to oh, walk and stuff. Amazing. I mean, he walked me down the aisle in my wedding with a cane because he could barely go. And wow. now he's not running, but he's got that pimp swagger. Wow. Oh, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. You see, you got to have that desire to live, man. Mm-hmm. I think my mom has lost that. Oh, yeah. I think that's a lot of geriatrics. Yeah, probably. You know, I think it's probably. really, and I think people and like she's shun in pain them. All the yeah. Time, you know, she's just like crying to God all the time. Why do you have to put me through this? Oh my and word. All this stuff. Oh, yeah. that's so hard. Right? Does she do it art? It sucks, and we have to deal with this shit, oh, you know? God. Every night, she's like, we got like, um, 
Well, just briefly about this, because maybe some people have this issue, but, you know, like taking care of older parents and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, so we got her 24-7 help, mm-hmm. but the help needs to sleep, too. Mm-hmm. My mom won't sleep. She mm. just cries and screams from pain and needs something every five minutes and stuff. So we got her a night shift, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so sh- the, the night shift actually wrote down the times and the things that my mom did things. Smart, right? smart, right? Every 10, 15 <gasps> minutes, my mom was like So she's getting no sleep, her. though. No, and then at 5 o'clock in the morning, she finally goes to sleep. Oh I'm like, God. so why even go to bed? Wow. You know, if the pain's keeping you awake or whatever, you know. And, but, yeah, it's a Okay, this is going to sound really weird, but what about, yeah. like, have you thought of, like, medical marijuana for her? I have. Because she would be out of pain and sleepy. Uh, but you know what? The, look, she's taking the strongest uh, no, pain is. medication. I don't think marijuana would help. No, I would say instead with of, yeah. Kind of pain. No, I know. No, but not with that kind of pain. Yeah. I wish it would, you yeah. know. I would Get look into it. a couple of edibles and shit, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, I, I know um, people that have done it when they're elderly and it's just like changed their entire lifestyle. Really? Because they're calmer, happier, right. out of pain, and Yeah, it'll probably pick, her, pick up her mood. And it would help the appetite as well. I'm not advocating yeah. everyone go put weed in your grandma's brownie. Right. But I'm saying if they're willing to and it might help the pain, I know that people have gotten off pain medicine because the marijuana replaces it. Yeah. Wow. I I didn't realize it would work that strongly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Marinol. It's like a pill without the THC. Right. And it acts. With the CBD mostly? I think so. And it acts like it. And it's prescribed in here in D.C. I know it's prescribed. So Yeah. And it won't hurt to have some THC in there too for them to get a little high. I mean, come on. Let them be, right? Yeah, that can't hurt. Enjoy your life. Exactly. I mean, if she she's obviously getting pretty drowsy from her pills too, you know. Yeah, but she's not sleeping the the whole night. You know. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, marijuana will help her sleep, too. I was telling her that, too. Yeah. You're right. Maybe I'll give it a shot. At this point, what have we got to lose? Yeah, it's called Marinol. M-A-R-I-N-O-L. Okay, I'll ask at the dispensary. I mean, they're my friends there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on first-name basis with them there. Uh, What up, Sam? (laughs) Yeah. You know, in the beginning, it was more like the Wild West here with the dispensaries. Mm -hmm. So you could go to a dispensary and just get high there and smoke while other people are with you. They'd Mm. have a couch and stuff. Sometimes they'd have like those uh, volcano vaporizers Mm. and share the smoke and stuff. So that was cool. but Woodstock over there. Yeah, but now it's like security... Uh, you can't even pull out your your phone. No. You can't do anything. What's crazy, too, is in West Hollywood, where I live, there's six times more weed dispensaries than Starbucks. <laughs> really? So there's literally on my <laughs> block, there's two, and then down the street, three more on a different Whoa. block. So it's just an inundation. I mean, it, it is. really is. like Subway. I know. People are going crazy with that. That's why. But, you know, the, it's drawing too much attention, and then all those powers that be will tell you, hey, you know, this is being abused. And right. Stuff. But you see Denver working so well with the surplus exactly of money. Yeah. you oh know so yeah let it be man i really hope people in california at least make a difference this year yeah vote in november let's folks. have it legal we don't need to be legal for smoking marijuana i think we could get a lot of help with our industry with some big ass money coming in through a very fine industry that's better than oxycontin you know yeah, what i mean absolutely our and bridges and roads could get some help yeah with that money and all related industries you know yeah. I mean, everything you everything know? exactly everything so, but you know what? The the reason they have so much security is because they work with cash only. Yeah, yeah. And they can't put that cash in the bank. No. It's like Can a whole other thing. It's like a... And they yeah. make so much money. Yeah, I know, I know. Where do they put that money? It's under the mattress. Yeah, right? <laughs> My God. 
It is all cash. That's so interesting. It's, you have yeah, to t- I just don't. Money. That's the only question I don't have an a- answer is mm-hmm. how do they actually use that cash uh, to do to run the business? Mm-hmm. You know, because how do you pay like thousands of dollars with cash? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I roll only with thousands of dollars of cash. Yeah, right. I guess so. <laughs> I show up to a valet, hundred dollar yeah, bill. Even have, yeah. Thousand right. dollar bills, right? Usually, you know that is like the valet cost. Now <coughs> it's like a hundred thousand dollars to park your car. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's so friggin' expensive. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, but you know what? We complain in New York. It's ten times worse. Yeah, and and right? uh, if you can find parking there. Yeah, to be honest, I do love a good valet. I'm in heels. What do you want? Yeah, there you go. I'm if in If it's heels. not too much in Vegas, it's free. So you can go in ballet. Is that everywhere it's free? Everywhere it's free in Vegas. Because I just went there for that festival, and I was like, oh, my God, check this out. It's free. I yeah. thought we had gotten a good deal. Oh, yeah. it's free everywhere. In Vegas, yeah, because they know. want you to come to the casino. Oh. It's part of that. Yeah. Nice. I mean, the casinos used to subsidize a lot of things, you know, like the buffets were like so 10 bucks. Yeah. You know, I remember, I mean, okay, so this was in the 70s, all right? But I remember signs, 595 uh, steak buffet or Yum. steak dinner and stuff. For five bucks, you know. Do you like buffets? Uh, it depends. Yeah. It depends what okay. they're like. Yeah, yeah. But I never eat that much anyway, so it's too much food for me. Oh, my God. You know, some people go back two, three, four oh, times. Oh, I'm like a four four to five. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. But it has to be I clean. Can it can't that. be like a grubby. If it's grubby, I'm passing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I, got, I like but a good Yeah, in Vegas, they're pretty good. Yeah. But they're like very expensive. Right. There's like, a hundred again, $100,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of things you need money for, Mm -hmm. man. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you. So this weekend is nine eleven, right? Yeah, that's Sunday. Today's the ninth. Yes. Wow. So this is uh, actually fifteen years. Fifteen year anniversary. Fifteen year anniversary. The day that changed America, really. And um, I just still can't believe it was three thousand plus people Mm -hmm. that died. I know. And the way they died too, you know, in those buildings. It's, uh, God, it still feels like yesterday when I was trying to imagine what they felt like. I just, I still remember, I was in college freshman year, and um, it was, it was so weird because everybody, Michigan has 150,000 students. It's one of the biggest, you know, uh, colleges in the country, and everyone was silent. I just remember it being silent. Wow. Because we were all just shocked. I mean, well, it was crazy. Were you in class? It was like 8.45? Um, no, it was, I, was, I was woken up by my roommate's mom, because I'm from D.C., and she called me, and she's kind of cute but quirky. She goes, hey, Tor, just making sure everything's okay. They they blew up the Pentagon and the World Trade Center. And I was like, what? Yeah. So I hung up. So I for you, it was 11.45. No, it was still, no? it was uh, 8. It was like that time. It was in the morning. Michigan is actually in Eastern Standard Time. So it's for very us? weird. Right, right. It's okay, like an, so. hour, an hour behind. But it was in the morning, and when I watched... Um, and then, we, so then what's interesting is the Michigan Stadium is called the Big House, and it holds the most Americans at once and at a game in all of the country. So it was during, like, the fall, so it was football season. So uh-huh. they canceled the games because it was too many Americans in one place at one time, oh, really? and there were threats that wow. they could wipe out enough people. And so the day it reopened, we all had security and stuff like that, and we were sitting down, we were so excited, and all of a sudden we hear planes, and we're like, oh, my God, and then these jets start to come over and we're like oh my god and people were like get down get down wow. but they were just buzzing off the stadium yeah. and we were like oh okay yay <laughs> but they could have warned us we were so scared oh, I it was know. dreadful can you imagine in Israel where 
uh, you suddenly see jets over you and you don't know where they're going, you know? I can't even imagine. And that happens a lot. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's such a small place. It's unbelievable. I know. Isn't it like Delaware? What is it? Yeah. It's like Delaware, isn't it? It's crazy. Well, speaking of flying, the new Sully movie is coming out this weekend, which I want to see. Yes. Um, And it's getting rave reviews. Really? It is. And it's directed by Mr. Weirdo, Clint Clint Eastwood. Yeah. So apparently his directing is still... I love his directing. I've always loved it. Gran Torino. I love his directing. But apparently it's great. Yeah. I can't wait well, to see Well, why wouldn't it be? I mean, because look. Because it could go. Uh, uh, you have Tom Hanks in there. Yeah, but it could go real sappy, real fast. And peop- I don't know. We haven't a, g- a good summer hit yeah. at all. But do you think Clint Eastwood would make something sappy? I mean, you know. I don't on. know. He seems really off his rocker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, politically you know? maybe for you, right? Inter- You're looking no, at no, it politically. But like, yeah, but I mean, aesthetically, he did it. Apparently, it's a, it's going to be great. Yeah. I love a good Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. I mean, there's not bad and, Tom and Hanks. And Clint Eastwood, I guess, directed American Sniper, too. He's a wonderful director. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's a great filmmaker, yeah, period. Yeah. You know, he's really. been around for a long you time. You cannot argue with his directing. Yeah. Story. So, you know, I mean, uh, politically, who cares? I don't care what any of the actors say, actually. They're yeah, not, I just want your art craft. To me, they're not role models. I don't need you to tell me about politics, not George Clooney and not uh, any of them. I do. Uh, what's interesting is I had a, I still have a kind of a weird crush on Sully. Yeah? Um, yeah. So when I when he first landed in the Hudson, I used to, when I would take drinks, I'd toast to Sully. Always. Wow. So I'm kind of like girl crushing on Sully, but he's like 65 or something. Right, I think. Right. But man, what a hero! So yeah, so that that's what turns you on is the heroism. I think. So. Right? I mean, just because if I was on that flight and had him as the pilot, I'd be like, thank God. Yes, right. He, you know, he'd been it's trained like, in it. Yeah, it's like uh, the gratitude you have to a doctor. That's or something, exactly right? right. And you happen to Someone have him saved on the your flight. Life. Yeah, and he had spent 25 years in 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 um, tr- drills of things like just like this, and he really? happened to be on the plane wow. as a co-pilot. He wasn't even the pilot. Right, and then. All of a sudden, Canadian geese flew into both engines, and the thrust and engines went out. So all of a sudden, you are going, and then it goes, wow. and it starts going, wow. and he landed in the water. Yeah, and you know, the, there's some controversy because yeah. they're saying that he should have uh, landed in a, a airport and stuff, but they're saying it's because the airline wanted to save the plane. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. so who knows? What's but Sully, going man, congrats. But he, yeah, I mean, under the, the the condition he was in. He did, uh, yeah. He was on a talk thing. show, and yeah. they were like, if you've been affected by this, stand up. And all the passengers were in the audience. Oh, really? And he didn't know, and they all stood. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm crying. Whoa, how cool is yeah. that? Yeah, so I'm going to go see that, I think. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You know how many um, hours of flight you have to be in order to be trained to feel trained and, and confident enough to do something. And like he had that. specifically been trained in disaster aversion. So if, like, you're on that flight of 155 people, you couldn't have found a better... Like, you were the <laughs> luckiest son of a bitch <laughs> right. in the world. He's the best your pilot, pilot in the world. You couldn't yeah. have had a better one. <laughs> so good for him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be a pilot when I was a kid. Really? And so I actually went to a, a school that produced graduates that eventually would go to the Air Force. Hmm. So when when I grew up in Israel, so I was 15. And uh, so that was my dream. And they said, this is your path to get there, right? Okay. But becoming a pilot is the hardest thing, especially in a, in a fighter jet. The hardest thing you could ever do, probably except for being an astronaut. And even to be an astronaut, you had to have been a jet fighter yeah, pilot. I can't imagine Israeli Air Force. That could be the hardest thing in the world to get yeah. through, the training and all of that. I mean, think, you know, they put in your hand a multi-million dollar airplane. Yeah. You know? You better be, to- you better be Tom Cruise. 
in Top Gun or else buzzing that freaking thing. Goose! Maverick! You better be that good. No, I can't even imagine. Right. Yeah. So, and you got to be tip top health and yeah. shape, you know. I don't, I, Can it you smoke? It would have too much. Uh, maybe you used to, but not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. But look, when you go to become a pilot, you don't worry about smoking. No. You know, those are the things that are more important in your life. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So you got to be really, like, you had to be fit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You got to be in tip top shape because you make snap decisions, yeah, you yeah, know, like totally. split seconds. Can you imagine flying something that fast? You know what's funny is I, I used to play on uh, flight simulators. And then, so, you know, you fly like a Cessna or something. And then uh, even uh, you get into a 747, which is really weird to fly. Yeah. But then you get into a jet fighter and you go, my God, man. I mean, I can't like, you can uh, yeah, you can crash in no time. And, and you lose your sense of direction. And the G-force because, is on you. Yeah, you know, because you can do anything with it. Yeah. You know, you can go straight up. You can go upside down. You can do anything. So you can lose your sense of direction immediately. Yeah, you go into like a fugue state. You can lose your oxygen. Yeah, exactly. You know, <sighs> so go figure that one out, you know. Good God. So any pilot, yeah, respect, uh, respect. deserves a lot of respect, there you I go. think. Yeah. And yeah, in fact, there was a uh, an Israeli former pilot that was an astronaut on the... Uh, Mirror station? Uh, no, uh, what the Challenger. Oh, wow. That's right. exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. A school yeah. teacher and an Israeli. That's exactly right. right. And he was a famous uh, former pilot wow. in Israel. You know what the amazing thing is, is that I think they do that here too. I'm not sure, but... With pilots, mm-hmm. if they interview them on TV or in the paper, they'll never show their faces because for fear that somebody will try to assassinate oh, them or wow. something or kidnap them. Wow. Yeah. So uh, so they wow. don't let you know who Do they who black the it out are. or they just go from They'll the pixelate it or oh, wow. yeah, Is that right? something like that. In Israel, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Wow. They'll, I mean, they take their security, like, I mean, Mossad, all yeah, that. They I take mean, their security really seriously. And you have to. Yeah, kind of have right? to. Is it true in El Al, which is the airport, they don't tell you, like, when you're going to land specifically? It's like a, they give you just a range? No. You mean El Al is the airline? Yeah. When you, you said when the you airport. Have, I mean, the airline. When you land. Yes. Uh, no, I don't think that's oh, okay. the case. I, think no. I heard that somewhere. So really? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But maybe that was during a specific time when it was worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, all I can tell you is, uh, I don't know if they still do this. I remember when I flew a couple of times. They probably still do. Uh, when there's a, a plane bound for Israel, yeah. you'll see there's like a couple of jeeps on each side accompanying the plane until it takes off. Get out of no, here. No, I swear to you. It's wow. security. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting because I'm from D.C. and after 9-11, which is interesting, we had dogs at the gates. at every. If it flew into D.C., there was a dog at the gate. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I remember being so like, look at the doggie. And then I was like, Tori, keep it together. <laughs> this is a real dog. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, come on. Don't touch the dog. It's like a Belgian Malamoy being like, arr, arr. But um, yeah, we were, we had major issues. Wow. Yeah, D.C. was very protective, too. Yeah. So, now, did you grow up with dogs, too? Oh, yeah. No, we grew up with dogs, but they were bred. And I didn't, I never, like, I always was just into rescues. um, Because there's so many, and they're so much healthier. Bred bred dogs, no matter what you get, have been inbred too much so that there's heart problems or hip problems. So, um, it's not that I don't love dogs uh, any dog but if you have a rescue dog they generally live like three to four years longer mm. um and i just think there's a great way they give back in a different way you know right. what i mean so my but, um but you you have grown to like always, dogs early on always always and then i did some dog like i'm really into the caesar milan God, what is that the dog whisperer 
You know that guy? Uh, no. Oh, he's on National <laughs> Geographic. Really? Um, Cesar Milan, he's like this little cute Mexican man that speaks dog, basically. And Whoa. he came up with the idea of treating dogs, training them with behavior instead of like sit down instead of obedience. It's like behavior training. Okay. So, um, and he's really, I just, I'm really, again, I like that hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he has a great show, the dog whisperer. And he's, uh, he was on Oprah and all this stuff, but he, um, so I got really interested in that. I just love the idea of it because it's very meditative. Yeah. You have to be calm yourself. It's all about your energy towards the dog. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. See, I, I think I find dogs uh, amazing. I love dogs, but I can't live with animals. No. So, did you grow up with any? That's why. Uh, no. Okay. Well, actually, uh, the funny thing is, uh, my parents tell me that they bought a dog and it lasted exactly two days uh, before before they got rid of it. Oh God! Because my mom couldn't handle it. <laughs> Couldn't handle an animal, so that's how I grew okay, up. Okay, okay. No animals, totally. At home, you know, no, totally. Is no there a dog fish? Here. Is there a goldfish? No, nothing. Nothing. Okay, nothing. got it. No animal. Nothing okay. to take care of. Oh, okay. Are you kidding? I tried to. to I tried to uh, grow some marijuana, and I couldn't tend to it. <laughs> it was way too much time. You can't leave town. My God, you know. No, it's like a baby. That yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. So I said, the hell with that one. Yeah, you know? that's too much. It's too, Yeah, too much responsibility, you know? What that's is it every you're day? Free, you're free, free front flying kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, you know? And then it gets mold, and you don't know what's going on, and what am I doing wrong, and oh, my God. It's not worth it. No. no. Well, it depends, yeah. It depends I mean, on the circumstances. Yeah, exactly. If you have a house, because I live in an apartment, so... I did it in what they call a grow box. Mm -hmm. But it's a very confined, small area for a plant to grow. Mm -hmm. Marijuana can be very large. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with a with a, a recommendation, you can have up to three, four plants. There you go. So, yeah. So, I thought it would be cool to grow a couple of them. <laughs> and? And so, that's what I'm saying. They, like, they start hitting the light. Yeah. Because they're so big. And then, because it's so, like, stuffy in there, they get mold and... Yeah, and yeah. I, and and then you can't get rid of it. No. And, and it's like, oh my god, yeah. man! No, get a so dog. So <laughs> I tried a couple times, you know, and you wait three, four months for this deal yeah. to really come to uh, to full bloom, and you realize, is it really worth it? Yeah, right. Yeah, too much, too much time. Yeah, unless you're a horticulture, exactly, and you perhaps. grow like a thousand plants. Yes, and you have. A <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not. I'm like a black thumb too. Whenever I grow plant, oh, I did okay, and then I'll just be like. Some, onto the next thing and then they'll just die. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not good. I'm not, I don't have a lot of plants to be honest. Yeah. But I like that California is all about succulents because you don't really have to do anything with a succulent. Like That's the cactus. Yeah, you just yeah. put them there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I could do that. That sounds great. Love that. I know. Some people do kill plants, you oh, know. God. They don't take care of them. It shouldn't be that hard. No, it, it is. Roses are particularly uh, fussy yeah. to grow. People I know, really I know. It. No, I just, look, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm in a house, I'll do that, but not in an apartment. Yeah, you know. right. Too much work. Yeah. <laughs> free. You are free. So now, how funny is that? We were talking about Blue Apron the other day, and it suddenly it appears on my feed on I Facebook. I don't know what the hell that is about. Right? I don't get that. How could that happen? That happens all the time And I happen to be with like, I mean, it's not like I was looking for That's it. It's really and odd, And it keeps weird. coming up, and I'm saying, you know what? Tori said good things about it. Maybe I'll Well, I have a free out. box. I can give you one. Really? Oh, yeah. What do you mean a free box? Oh, what I have like, mean? I've, I mean, I'm such a, per they give me five free boxes to give to other people. So oh. I send you an email, and it has a free box coupon, and you choose the date it comes, and you get to try it for free for a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you want it? I'll yeah, 
of course. course. It's so good. Last night I made, what did I do? Oh, it was a really good pasta with corn and ch- fresh chili peppers and um, ricotta and um, creme fraiche and beurre blanc. It was lovely. Wow. It was so good. Now, let me ask you, wouldn't it be simpler to get a company that actually makes the food and just delivers called it? Or called a restaurant. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> or... <laughs> No, but they have those companies also like Blue Apron, but they bring they deliver every day like a real meal. Right. No, I, I've tried one. that. Yeah. And I find it's just, um, I enjoy the cooking. Really? If you are someone who does not enjoy the cooking, then yes, that's probably, the meal plans yeah. are better for you. Totally. Right. But, but I you really enjoy, enjoy the cooking. Oh my God, I love it. Wow, and you I see, learned, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah and they put, it's like, it's, a, it's perfect. And it's a theme every week, so you put it, there's a piece of uh, laminated paper about which theme, so this was chili peppers, and you turn it over and you meet the farmer, where your pepper came from, <laughs> and you learn about, like, the Greek part of the origin of the word. It's really nerdy. Like, wow. I really like it. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Embarrassing. So, so, no, but I mean, you have to know how to cook, though, don't no, you? No, because they also have, it's really funny, it's very much for an idiot, because it's got, like, six big pictures, and it's like, cut the onions, and then they show you the <laughs> onions the way it's supposed to be. But um, you can also watch Blue Apron video of them showing you if you need more help. Yeah. They go through it with you on video. I see. So if you're really a newbie, they'll right. show you. But I've gotten better and better and better. Cool. Yeah. I can't imagine putting my iPad there and starting to cook with a video. Oh, man, people but do it all the time. People oh, do, yeah. right? Blue Apron people, we are very <laughs> technologically advanced. Yeah. But they probably do pretty well, right? I mean, it's a big company And, by you now. know, they are, there's all these other ones, Plated, HelloFresh. Um, but Blue Apron has really become, and for some reason, thank God I stuck with them from the beginning because they gave me a Blue Apron. Really? <laughs> You and your prizes, I know. you know, you What's like What's so funny things. is when I received it, I was like, oh, that's nice. They gave me an apron. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's a blue apron. <laughs> um, because I was like, I had been a long time. I had been from the very beginning. But they have, oh, they, cool. they have the best ingredients and really great customer service. So one time, like, the rice vinegar had spilled. They gave me the whole box for free within, like, they wrote me back within 10 minutes. And they were wow. like, oh, we're so sorry. Like, yeah. So I like a company that reaches back to you and has really good customer service. Unlike yeah. Wells Fargo. Did you see this? Yes. Let's talk about that for Ugh. a second. So tell us what happened with Wells Fargo. I mean, All this right. is like ridiculous. This is really ridiculous. Basically, Wells Fargo um, made millions of fake accounts and credit cards and scammed a lot of people by putting them into accounts they didn't sign up for and then giving them fees they didn't assign. Um, and so they were just they were just fined, finally, by the Consumer Protection Agency, which, by the way, was overseen and created by Elizabeth Warren, who I love. But um, they were. Fu- sure. I know. But come on. As a regular consumer, you want someone looking out for you. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So okay. she looked out for it. Anyway, they, they got the fine. They fired today 5,300 employees. My God. So it's a real whistleblower case. Yes. And people are getting their money back. And how, how does it get to the point where 5,300 people are doing this and nobody's leaking this? Because out? there's no Consumer Overprotection Bureau. Agency. Yeah, but any of them, wouldn't any of them, like, I mean, all you need is one yeah, to it's blow called, the whistle. But you know, that's the interesting thing. Psychologically, a whistleblower, it's incredibly difficult to do. Right. It's not as, you'd think I would do it, right. but if you're, it's apparently, I've read a lot about whistleblowers, and that's why they came up with the Whistleblower Protection Act, because they would get the output and the after effect. It's, it's horrible. Death, right. Death yeah. threats, and I mean, it's not easy to, to whistleblow. That's true. But so, um, they have a protection put into the legislation for them specifically. So it does take a bravery. You know yeah, what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah I know. But Wells wow. Fargo, what's your freaking deal? Yeah. But I mean, a conspiracy by 5,000 people. That's I don't know lot, if that was, you know? they were all conspiring or what it was. Oh, and then, okay, so and then, then in the New York Times, 
to this ad full page to Wells Fargo customers our commitment to you <laughs> it's a whole ad wow. and it's about their vision and values and we want to satisfy our customers needs alright go, yeah, go fuck exactly. yourselves <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> not like 10 employees or 5 or yeah, something I this mean, is millions of dollars of yeah no 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 it's not good for them and it's not and if you're a Wells Fargo customer and if you are like tweet me or whatever what do you do do you leave because can you look, can now can you trust Wells Fargo no I don't think so Right? Or maybe you can. But now that they now that they got them all out, exactly. Right? But I don't they know if I would everybody be able to. Home. God, it's just terrible. Yeah, terrible. I know. And the thing is, there's all there's hardly any banks left. You know, there's no competition to choose from. There's a monopoly. Exactly. So yeah, so you get like uh, Wells Fargo and, and Bank of Bank America, America Citibank, totally. and that's totally. it. Yeah. You know, who else are you gonna go to? Farmersville. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, they used to have a million banks, but. They all uh, swallowed each other. Yeah. Pretty much. Very much. So that's a look out for Wells Fargo if you're involved. Look for a class action suit to be involved in. Yeah. Woo! Money coming your way. There you go. Now, you know, I mean, we talk about, uh, uh, like, well, I don't know if we were talking about something similar, but I I was thinking about this, that, uh, oh, uh, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Did you see that story about uh, Facebook censoring the picture that probably the most famous picture in the world of the the napalm in oh, Vietnam course, course, with the, the naked, naked girl. girl running? Oh, they censored it? They censored this. Because of what, and, a nipple? Because there's nipple? Uh, there's no nipple. There's actually, uh, I think they see her front. There's they front do, so that's that why? Page. Well, her clothes burned off. That's why she yeah, her clothes on. But there's no nipple. She's a little girl. I know, but I mean, yeah. that's why. I mean, they have a no nipple clause. Oh really? At Facebook. At Facebook. Yeah. I'm sure also the front, but I mean right. so they So they were likening <gasps> this like to child pornography or oh something, my you know? God. And the people that uh did this like I guess Norwegian or something, yeah. The Norwegian author uh you know it, he posted a series of historic war photographs. Yeah, that's one of the most famous. If you don't know it, it's yeah. iconic. There are people running from a napalm explosion, and there's a little girl, and her clothes have literally burned off, and she's screaming, running fully naked, and it's just an amazingly impactful I mean, photo. The, yes, the, the the look on her face, oh the horror, yeah. that you don't care about the nudity, and it, it means no, nothing, No, it's really. nothing. Yeah, it's the, it's, and photographs it's like the that can change literally the wars. Yeah. They can change ideologies, so... That's interesting that Facebook yeah, is Yeah, you know, so the criticism is that uh, Facebook, uh, what they do in removing such pictures, whatever the reasons, is to edit our common history. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So now they're saying that, you know, this, this is making like Zuckerberg a very... Uh, influential editor there because they're now oh, editing his, what what we're getting is interesting because so now that's because a lot of people get their news from Facebook exactly so this is now the editing of history yes wow you know but I can't imagine Zuckerberg being I mean maybe but he seems like a pretty open progressive guy I would right. think that if he got wind of this he would probably undo it or he doesn't believe probably it might it might be but look yeah, I mean they call him like uh, is he the most influential right. editor in chief right. and I mean my god you know that's uh, that, that's pretty powerful like where did you see your blue apron ads was it Facebook Facebook so there you go and yeah. now we're talking about it and now you're about to get a box like that's yeah, how probably, right? that's how influential within one conversation that can <laughs> yeah, be that's right? weird right like that's crazy <laughs> Blue Apron, if you're listening, send me more pasta. <laughs> no, apparently North Korea tested a nuclear weapon. Did you hear that? I heard that. Oh, that's, that's in the front good. of the news. Yeah. And that's scary as hell. That's what scares me, man. Right? Oh, my God. 
I mean, other than the missile looks like a condom or something, you yeah. know. Yeah, no, Did definitely. Did you notice that? Let's talk about the phallicness it, it is, of Yeah, of it is missile. pretty phallic. But <laughs> well, everything but in no. Kim Jong-un just wants to be like this big penis head. He just Probably, wants to be like right? a big man, yeah. Yeah. Man, so yeah, they tested and we've we reported a seismic event where it was one of the islands. They they reported it, and now we have planes going over to test radiation. Wow, levels. Wow, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah, especially that guy. Yeah, especially that weapon. guy because yeah. he wants America directly. And he also is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly, right? To put it mi- like he kills his uncle. Like he'll yeah. he'll kill anyone. Yeah, he's yeah. dreadful. So. Keep and, your eye on North Korea. Yeah. My God. You know, but that's what what's amazing to me is how can one person have so much power that everybody is afraid of him? And, everybody. That, and, and to be to be honest, and that brings you up with Hitler and, you know, Mussolini. Yeah, yeah. And it's like and what's Saddam. interesting is, and Saddam, exactly. What's interesting is, is who blows the whistle. Again, that's the same thing is like once it starts building and the momentum starts going and the stampede of power starts, who stops it? That's so hard to stand up and say, like, whoa, Hitler's pretty bad. Someone right. do something. But because it's a, a mob mentality, it goes from one and then just blows out of proportion. Right. You know, but but how long can you sustain it? And right. you see, obviously, they've been sustaining this, his father before him, and now this. You'd think that they would re- rise. I mean, it's just so interesting. North Korea is crazy. It's stuck in the 50s. They don't have internet. They don't yeah. have anything. Yeah. I know, except for a select group of people. Right, so maybe that's how is, they that's keep what, them down. Yeah. They censor everything. That's what communism is all yeah, about. You yeah. know, the, the power is concentrated uh, with a few people, and that's it. My God. Wow. But, yeah, it's pretty scary when you have that in, in someone's hand, like hands, uh, you know, this kind of power. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe Donald Trump as president that's will just saying. bomb the shit out of him. I know, him. but I'm saying like Trump, <laughs> Trump, in no way am I saying Trump is like Kim Jong-un, but in a way of him coming to power like blindly, like the Hitler and the Mussolini, where like people are just like, Trump, Trump, Trump. Like they just, you know, for no reason, you worry. You know what I mean? Yeah. I worry. For no reason, though? I don't know that that's for no reason, though. I mean, how is it different from people going Hillary, Hillary, Hillary? Basically because he doesn't have any... This is my opinion. Right. The, the difference between is she actually has, like, policy and his experience, and he's offering nothing but, like, sound bites. Right. So that, that to me, is scary because <laughs> there's actually no depth to <laughs> Although her saying. history is not that great, right. in but my her opinion. Exp- her experience has been a lot... Long, even if you dislike her, she rubs you the wrong way. She has had experience. Yeah. But it, but what I'm saying is some of it has not been very great, so uh, I don't know if I'd want if that experience to me is important. Yeah, but neither but is Trump with his bankruptcy. I don't know true. if that's important. That's true. So we'll see. But yeah. they're saying that a uh, a uh, a Facebook uh, the co-founder of Facebook, Dustin Moskovitz, mm-hmm. has donated how much? A billion dollars? Is it ten billion dollars to the Democrats? Wow. That's a lot of money. I mean, these Facebook people who started in that damn college room, yeah. man, they have so much money. It's they like, do. yeah, here's 10. Here's and they're oh. so leftist, oh, too. Oh, my God. It's wonderful. Okay. <laughs> for me. For Not for you. For me, it's wonderful. I know. I no, know. the other thing is Akon. There's a story in the news about Akon. Uh-huh. He has done more for African charities than, like, any charity in decades. And no one's talking about it. So he started a, something with solar power. And it was very inexpensive. And he combined it with African actual people, Africans. And they created lightning that's solar power so people don't have to walk a million miles and pay for their phone to get charged so they can get 
get better lighting so they can get better medical health and no one's talking about it and <laughs> Akon's become this like huge African hero so look up Akon today it's a really cool story okay sounds interesting he's the rapper oh I'm so bad he's a musician I don't know if he raps or he just sings probably I'm rapper so lame. Sounds like, I don't know I mean, the I, used to, I, mean like I know Akon but he he's quietly kind of changed um, solar power in Africa for over 14 countries really? yeah and uh, no one's talking about it yeah well, so I'm talking about it yeah there you go you say go Akon go Facebook and go Akon yeah <laughs> There you go. I know. So obviously one of the things that people hate most probably is going through lines at airports oh and God. security and stuff. Uh, uh, unless you've read it in the paper, do you know what the busiest airport is? I'm going to go with this. It's, I, I'm going to say Chicago yeah. or Atlanta. Right, because it sounds say, like O'Hare is obviously O'Hare been... Uh, O'Hare usually has been like... Uh, the one that's been named. Totally. But Atlanta, it's there Atlanta. you go. Oh, I said wow. it, right? I'm so See, smart, I wouldn't have even thought Atlanta. Atlanta's But it's bad. true. It's it's a big hub for many planes. So what's the average wait airlines. time? Do they say anything? No, they're not. Well, maybe they are down the, the thing, but uh, Atlanta's within... No, okay. Well, they're saying it's within two-hour flight of 80% of the population. So uh, that's probably why they, they decided to put it there. As the uh, as the busiest one, but I mean the traffic there goes to uh, uh, traffic increased. Okay, in the world, in the world, the airline traffic is seven billion people. Damn! Can you imagine? Isn't that, that? the whole world? That's the whole world. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh my god! No, no, that's what I'm saying. But in Atlanta, uh, in 2015, there were about uh, yeah, how many were there? Yeah, it is seven two billion. So Jeez. no, no, no. But wait a minute. This is the world's. Where the hell is Atlanta's? Okay, I'm looking at it here, and it's disappearing on me. So anyway, okay. So Atlanta, if be a hundred and a hundred million passengers wow. in 2015. Wow, yeah. hundred million. No, I remember Atlanta. I had to uh, transfer, and it was literally on the other end of the earth. Like I ran, but I thought I would never find. Like Atlanta's it's huge, huge, right? Oh my god. Wow. So I mean, I've never been, but. You it's know. a great town, but that airport's dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Atlanta? Would you recommend traveling there? Oh, my God, yes. There? Really? It's kind of like, to be honest, Austin, Portland. It's like that new hip place to be. Really? Yeah, young people. that And for wow. actors, there is so much work. Wow. And it's like I the new Hollywood. I imagine it is a really big city, but... It's more of like a, it? it's a... Yeah, and it's a cosmopolitan city. It's a good mixture of people. Right. But the music there and the... Um, actor the acting industry is booming people are doing movies there because it's cheaper and there's a ton of casting there tons wow. of casting so if you're an awesome. actor not really hitting it off atlanta is a great spot for you sounds great yeah all right tori well that's it for today right on uh everybody will always have fun here right tori yes always great always. uh and uh keep listening folks we love having you here uh, everybody have a great weekend. I guess it's not a long weekend. No. Right? Because we already had one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a long weekend. I wouldn't mind the whole life to be a long weekend, <laughs> to be honest. It's just wonderful. Yeah, I know. Believe me. But you know what? Some people on Facebook that I know are living that kind of a life. Yeah. I don't think that I would want that kind right. of life. Give me some meaning. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's too much Enough leisure. of just being pretty and, and being taken care of by somebody yeah. else, yeah. you know? That's so, not what life's about. No, you got to work for it. You got to have meaning. I think, um, but I mean, that's a great band name, isn't it? Long Weekend. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Everybody's working for the weekend. That's yeah, the name of the go. song. There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all on Monday. Bye.
You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Tori, only on L.A. Talk Radio. 